Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. I say it every episode. Send anything you'd like. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give us a little sauce. Let us know what you're talking about. And that's the thing about the, 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 the admission to the lounge is just coming in. We shut the door, and you can really go at it. You're going to complain. You know, you, you blow a bubble of a complaint. And then my guests and I will just push it along. Let it go higher and higher. We're going to make your complaints rise to the sky and be heard by the listeners. That's right. And I want you to keep spreading the word about the Luxury Lounge. I know, l- listen, we have like two very similar but different podcasts. And, and it's funny because at the shows... People come up to me, and you know what it is? Here's what I've noticed. And I, I'm a noticer. I'm a noticer. I, You know, growing up, my mom, you're so sensitive. No, I'm I, sensitive gets a bad rap. Yeah, I can feel it. Doesn't mean I'm hateful. Just means I, I just noticed. I noticed it's uh, very often it's a woman with her boyfriend that they go, we love the lounge. And it's together. So what this podcast is doing, not to call myself a hero, but some might say that, is bringing couples together in the name of hatred. And that is a beautiful thing. So I want you to keep spreading the word. I want you to show your boyfriend, show your girlfriend, show your significant other, whoever that is in your life. This might be an easy transition. Hey, I heard this thing called the luxury lunch. People complain. People love to connect. When I, every time... I will say this, and I just said this to our guest. Every time I have a new guest who's never been in the lounge, I go, I, I, I prep them, but like, you know, the prep, it's not Conan. I'm not like doing a half hour. I go, hey, we're going to complain. People write in with their complaints and we complain with them. And everyone that comes on, I can see them smile a little bit and they go, love it. So that's the same thing when you go tell a friend about this podcast. You go, Hey, there's this podcast where people complain and then people and then comedians complain with them. You're going to see you're going to see a twinkle in their hateful eye and you're going to go, oh, I've just given the gift of J train once again. So and also if you're out there, I'm taping ahead. I'm coming to you live from Birmingham, Michigan, beautiful Birmingham. Um. The holidays are coming up, so we're getting ahead the to my to my Jewish friends. Happy New Year. Um, so we're getting ahead on that. I'm on the road. Okay, let me read you some road dates if you don't mind. And I know some people go, I just fa-. you don't have to tell me that you fast forward through this shit. I, you don't have to let me know. I guess you. I guess if you fast forward through it, I can't even. You don't even hear me complaining at you. You don't. But you don't have to tell me. I'm on the road again. I'm telling funnies on the road again. I should have these memory memorized by this point. Okay. I'm going to be in Albany, Milwaukee, Mohegan Sun, which is Connecticut. But I say Mohegan Sun and people go, what's Mohegan Sun? If you don't know, then you're fucking out. Yeah, yeah. How do you not? If you live in the area, you know it's a casino. Uh, Baltimore, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia. I added a Boston show. Miami, Florida for Thanksgiving. Come carve the turkey with your dear old Uncle J train. 
And I'm going to be doing a New York City show. I'm taping a special. Um, the secret's out. I mean, I'm a bad secret keeper, so I don't keep secrets. Gramercy Theater, December 8th. Um, I'm not sure if the ticket link is out by now. If it is, get your tickies. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. That's going to be a very fun night. It's going to be my my heaters, okay? So if you've seen me at maybe the cellar in New York, it's been a while since I've performed in New York. It's uh, as like an hour show, so... I'm ready to go. So, okay, very excited about today's guest, uh, hilarious comedian, uh, Samantha Ruddy. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Jared. It's a pleasure. It's so funny. Everyone needs to go follow Samantha at – how do you – I always – you know how you, like, pronounce people's handles <laughs> yeah. in your head and you never say them out loud? Samly Matters. Samly Matters. Okay, so that's – so, like, Family Matters. Yeah, it's a pun, and I got in too deep to change it. Yeah, right. Because at first we all like when we start comedy, we're like, oh, I'll just make my name Family Matters, Family Matters. And then you go, oh, my God, this is a business. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm like, oh, God, I have to explain this constantly. Right. I'm J Train 56 on Twitter. That J Train is a self-given nickname. My high school football number was 56. (laughs) Is there a more douchey name? than No, right? No. It's, Honestly, though, the confidence of giving yourself a nickname and then making it your handle almost right. cancels out the cringe of it. Well, that that's kind of it is self-aware. I gave yes. myself the nickname J Train in college as a joke. So it was always a joke. People would be like and then I, it became Papa JT. You know, <laughs> the, you know, it became Uncle J Train, the Wizard of Haas, you know, like that. These are all monikers. I'm I'm happy to go by. But it was a joke like call me J train and some people caught on to it. So there were like, you know, you have specific people in my life were like J train, yo train. And, and then people hear that and they think, I guess that's his nickname. You know what the, at the comedy cellar, if I fill in for someone, like if someone's missing their spot, they like cross the name out and like Liz, the, the, the GM there, she'll put in J train. And there's people there that go, Oh, is he going by that? Not like, as if I'm like Prince, like they think I've, <laughs> They think I'm a huge piece of shit. So there's someone out there being like, Jared's lost his mind. Jared's trying SoundCloud rapping. Right. That's that's me. So everyone go follow uh, Samantha Ruddy at Samly Matters. How are you? What's going on in your life? Tell me. Tell me what's happening. I'm doing all right. I'm Mm -hmm. uh, I'm freelancing, which has been interesting. Okay, so. Tell the listeners about the freelance world because I think that's one of those things you hear about in a rom com and you go, I know what that is, but if I, I but I'm too embarrassed to ask what it is. That's why I tell people on the road if they're like, "What do you do?" I go, "I'm a consultant." Because a consultant is something people think they should know and won't ask further questions on. I would say yeah. freelancing is kind of that way. Yeah, yeah, because you could be freelance anything. Like anything. I could be an assassin. Right. That. Right. I'm like I'm technically right. contract. Yeah. So I, what are you freelancing? I, I, assassin work? I, I I guess I have to ask. Just assassin work. Yeah. I've been um. So I was working at Full Frontal with Samantha B for like three mm-hmm. years, and then we got canned. And got uh, so I've been trying to figure out what I want to do next. And in the meantime, I've been writing Get Out the Boat stuff for celebrities, okay. and then also I've been writing like e-commerce emails for like fancy old lady clothes hold on let's go back 
I mean, very different copy that you're writing. Um, I contain multitudes. Yeah, right. Listen, you you gotta you gotta get that freelance buck. But I, I the get out the vote stuff for celebrities has to be tricky because you want it to be funny and fresh, but you also have to realize like who it's coming from. Uh-huh. So like, right? So like, you know, some celebrities can say different things than others. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Yeah. And and you, you have to look at like the tones on their feed because some of them are like playful mm. and then others are like arrest Trump now. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. They Some of some of them are going like are just on there just angry all day long. You're like, I guess I got to tell them to get out the vote and in an in a angry way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have, you yeah. know, you got to You got to look at who you're writing for. So I actually wrote tweets once for a famous basketball player. I was hired to do tweets for them while they had this big event. And it was funny to me because they wanted jokes. They wanted the basketball player to seem funny. And it was so interesting. It it, kind of showed it, it, it jaded me a bit because it is so much easier to be funny when someone doesn't expect you to be funny. Yeah. So it's like I all the responses were like, whoa, someone's got jokes. And then they're like adding followers like crazy. And I'm like, oh, you know, like it it makes you mad at like children of celebrities because it's like we don't really you know, there's there's a state taxes. There's pass down taxes. We don't really tax the following that you've bequeathed to you know, you're, you know, Blue Ivy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if Blue yeah. Ivy does a couple jokes and they hire you to be the, you know, the copywriter, they're just adding and everyone's like, Blue Ivy's funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you already have that statue. Right. You, you have so the platform. It, 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 it's got to be hard. Do you ever, do you see some of them kind of go viral? Do you see the responses to them and go... And like, you know, go, well, that was me, not them. Not yet. Not yet. Because we just started a couple weeks ago. Oh. But as we get closer to the election, I am sure that I will just be like sitting at my computer, (laughs) seething at like some celebrity dog's Instagram account that I like. (laughs) (laughs) Rough, rough, go vote. Yeah. (laughs) And then some commenters like, fuck you. It's woof, woof. (laughs) (laughs) Just angry at a dog. Just like puddles can't even write a joke. (laughs) Well, listen, I want everyone to go follow Samantha Ruddy. Hilarious. Colbert, Tonight Show. So, so funny. At Samly Matters. Just like Family Matters with an S, okay? That is the so and and here's the worst part. Just like Family Matters with an S, there's no Y in there. There's not a single Y in sight. It's S A M L Y. Listen, the other Samantha Ruddy no is a doctor. There's no I in there. Okay, so the, the, wait, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I started to interrupt you. What'd you say? It's just, so it's just Samly, not Samily, which right. is, is so unfortunate. Uh, did you not? Did you just not think of it? Or I, I guess it doesn't. It does read well, better. I think to me. I think it reads better. So that that was my twenty-two-year-old brain being like, "Yeah, this will be fine." Right. I agree uh, with twenty-two-year-old you. Thirty-seven-year-old dumb me agrees because I Samly matters. I don't need the eye. But 
the yeah. but that's the internet. The internet. The most annoying part about the internet is someone once a year. Where's the eye? And you're like, I just get the fuck out of here, and you <laughs> never want to talk to them again. Get lost. Okay. Yeah. So the other Samantha Ruddy's a doctor. So there's one. There's oh. another of me, and she actually lives in Brooklyn, and she's a doctor, and I'm Have sure she's very well. No, no, but what, sometimes when I'll apply for things like apartments and stuff, mm. they'll be like, are you the doctor or the clown? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> uh, the, doctor. the doctor. I just love that. <laughs> I just love that. It's such different directions. It's such <laughs> the doctor or the clown. I mean, I guess all of our friends who are of the, of the Indian persuasion have that issue too. Like Nimesh probably Nimesh Patel probably has that like a million times a day. Like, are you the, are you the one comedian or are you the <laughs> a guy, you know, 7,000 doctors? Yeah. My, my landlord uh, for this apartment, which is like not that nice. It's like it's a kind nice. of, it's, it's studio, you know, it's okay. very small, no dishwasher, no, you know, it's, it's pretty basic. I'm with you. And, uh, he was like, are you the, the doctor, the comedian? And I was like, uh, the doctor. And then he was like, oh, the comedian was pretty funny. And I was like, I'm the comedian. <laughs> Two seconds. <laughs> Absolutely. I would play it the same way. Oh, no, 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 no. It's me. It's me. I'm, that's another one of my good jokes that I'm doing. Right. Yeah, I'm freelance doctor. <laughs> so uh listen everyone go follow samantha ruddy so so funny love watching her on stage at samley matters go go follow instagram now okay let's do our complaints you ready let's do it uh I, I'm, I'm gonna do my complaint first hit the music jared he has some problems jared he's got some issues to do get his chest right now Jared has a lot of issues Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss can you relate to the problem now okay here's my complaint I fly Delta exclusively. People who listen to this show know this. People who follow me know this. Everyone knows. I am a Delta Diamond Medallion member. And I flew to Detroit today, which is a Delta hub, so you get, like, a better, bigger airplane if you go to the hub. You know, like, a, a flight to Detroit would... Nor from New York to Detroit, you know, if it wasn't a hub city, you'd probably get, like, a... Not a big plane. This is a big plane, good internet, all that stuff. But it also has like a crew that is, I think they're a more experienced crew. From my from my vantage point, it seems as though these, these flights get a more experienced crew. When you're on this flight, every like, every 10th flight I take, and that's not, it's probably more than that. One of the flight attendants comes up to me and goes, are you Mr. Freed? And I say, yes. And they go, I just want to thank you for being a Delta Diamond Medallion member, which is very nice. The problem is you and I were creatives, we're artists. I don't know how to respond to it. Like, they, it's the flight attendant. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, and because when someone goes up to you and goes, want to thank you for being a Delta Medallion member, 
do you say you're welcome to them? Like, and it's this weird conversation. Do I say, and what I usually say is thank you to them, but that's not, that's like saying you too to the Uber driver who says have a nice flight, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. like, so I'm in this weird space because it's like your welcome feels too, I think too highly of myself. Like as if I'm like, and tell your kids you're welcome for their tuition money. You know, like I, <laughs> right? Like, Thank you is not the right response. It's weird to even make eye contact with them. And then there's also always someone next to you who's listening to this whole conversation. Like, if I think of them, because if I were them, I'd be like, thank you. What the fuck are you talking about? Right? <laughs> yeah. And what would you say? I- I'm actually asking for advice if-, if you have any. What would be the best response? Oh, you know what you should do? You should say, hey, thank you for not being Southwest or like some other quippy. Oh, I, joke it up. This is, I think that's a great response. I think I should start doing that. Yeah, you know, just like shit on, like, hey, thanks for not being spirit, you know? Right. <laughs> thank you for not being spirit. Like, I, I got to go enunciate on the you. Yeah. And then throw another airline on the bus. And then we can laugh. The fun part about that is two people laughing at the same time at a whole nother company that someone else makes their living off of. Like, it feels very, we're in the, you know, in Elysium laughing yeah. at, at, at the peasants. Like, I like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I fly Delta too. I, I love it's Delta. The best. The best. There, there's nothing like Delta. I, I mean, to me, Delta has, here's what they do the best. They prepare you. They undersell over deliver constantly. Yes. Yep. They never promise you more than you can. And and the best example of this is go and, and, and it's a, it's a quiet example, but go look at the next time you fly, look at how long they plan the flight time for. The yeah. flight time is always like if it's an hour and a half flight, they're, they they say it's three hours. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, my God, we're here early. Yeah. It's, <laughs> right. You always feel like you have a tailwind with Delta. Oh, totally agree. That should be the commercial. We should be <laughs> on the TV pre-flight. OK, let's go to Samantha Ruddy's complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Go ahead. My complaint is these bad boys. Mm. Uh, how come all I got to do is look at my phone and the AirPods will connect to your phone, but you got to do a whole 10 step thing to get them to connect to a laptop. It is the bane of my existence. If Because you and I, we do a lot of Zooms. We do a lot of mm-hmm. podcasting. We have to connect our AirPods to phone or laptop it is i sit here and i and the problem is i feel helpless do you do the thing where you just keep dipping them yes <laughs> yeah i'm just like uh uh and the worst is like when you're on camera already mm. because like i'm never on time to anything 
uh, right. unless you want to hire me for something. And then I always am. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm never on time to anything. And so I always show up at the meeting and I'm like, oh, one sec. And then I'm like, Bluetooth. And then I accidentally go to uh, like the Bluetooth settings instead of the connections. And it's like, right. next thing I know, I've held up a meeting for seven minutes going like. This is the. This is, you're totally right because you know what it is again back to uh, undersell over deliver when you're like I have a three o'clock zoom you go you set your coordinates for 259 yeah and 259 is not taking into account airpods disconnecting from phone to connect to your computer you never yep. would think of that amount of time that needs to go into that 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 is the true issue is that we don't even it doesn't present it it's solvable enough to not make us feel the pain of having to work in extra time yes. to prepare for it that's exactly it it's like it's such a small minor inconvenience mm. that i will never do anything about it and therefore it will continue to plague me the absolute there was a woman today she put on instagram stories she tagged me she was like oh when your sister has no tsa pre and you have tsa pre and it was her going through security with her sister and i said leave her leave her now she needs Get to feel this it's got to go through her veins <laughs> she needs to feel this. <laughs> she needs to be alone she needs to know if you ever want to make a change no you're coddling her at this point she will never learn never never Listen, so pumped to have you here, Samantha. Let's go to the emails. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We listen, the luxury lounge is every Thursday. I want you guys to keep sending them in. Title it luxury lounge. Give us a little sauce. Let us know what it is. Really I'm love sorry, the hand motion. Oh, oh yeah. Listen, if you want to watch on YouTube, there's hand motions, there's expressions. YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. Okay, luxury lounge. Work anniversary gifts. Jared, an esteemed guest, huge fan of the podcast, saw you in La Jolla back in June, had the best time. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you've created the safe space for complaints because I feel like I can't complain about this to anyone because I realize how ridiculous this sounds, so here it goes. My complaint is work anniversary gifts. I've been at my current company for two years. On my one-year anniversary, they sent me a $100 Amazon gift card. Super unexpected and so nice. So when I hit my two-year anniversary, I expected the same, maybe even 200 for two years. But no. This year, to recognize my two years at this company, I get a $50 gift card. At past jobs, I haven't even gotten a pen to recognize a work anniversary, so I realize I should be thankful for even getting a $50 gift card. But to set a precedent of $100 at one year anniversary makes me feel like you've got to at least do that for two years rather than giving me half of what I was given last year for double the amount of time at the company. Thanks for reading this. Feels cathartic to have written, even if it doesn't make it on the show. Samantha Ruddy, what do you think? Well, I think your work is doing the exact opposite of what Delta Airlines does. Totally right. That I, they are, was the same thought I had in my mind. Yep. Overpromising, underdelivering. Right. And it's like... I guess I'd rather get nothing than the $50 because don't you think nothing is like, oh, we just don't do that anymore instead of the judgment you feel that they've like put a price on how the year's been a little bit? Yeah, I would say either nothing or if you give the 50, you have to acknowledge it. 
Right. Yeah. And and listen, we're two comics, so like we we I think comedians can can see eye to eye with this completely. It's like you do a show, and after the show, someone like tells you, you did a great job, and then. The next show, they're like, come back the next week. And then they don't tell you. Did it. They go, that was pretty good. You go, wait a minute. I've already seen how you compliment. Like we, we do, we, I, I don't you like feel like comedians would, would understand this level of noticing the most. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, there's just a level of pettiness running through our blood. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> we can't ever be truly grateful for anything. No. Uh, and we know what the going rate of things are like, you know, yeah. like the, oh, I got a hundred for this show. I got 50 for that show. Like we, I don't know. It, it is. I feel for this person because then who do you go to? You can't really say, Hey, so what's happening? Like I would just want, that's the big thing. Yeah. I want an explanation. What's going on here? Are we, are we going to like get laid off? What's happening? Right. Is the company not doing well? Am I not doing well? Is Amazon, you know, adding like extra purchasing fees for these cards? And then because the minute you go to someone to talk about it, they go, it's you complaining. It does, There isn't, uh-huh. there's no amount of, it doesn't matter, but I just want to know. They go, no, no, no. This obviously matters to you. It clearly matters. Do you need, yeah. Yeah, do you need $50? <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay, man? <laughs> I mean, I would. Uh, so here's my thing. I would go and ask a coworker, but then you always right. run the risk. What if you're the only one getting anniversary gifts? That that, or you've gotten more or less than them. Like you're yeah. finding out that this is some weird rating serve. You know, this is some weird like. You know, the bosses up top are, fu- you know, just sitting around being like, that's a $50 employee. That's a $100 employee. Yeah. You find out that you're just this chess piece in this bigger, larger matrix that you don't even know about. Like, that's the, the like, yeah. you know, it's it, there. It, you know, we all want honesty until we get it. And then you oh, go, God, yeah. ooh, okay, good to know. I'm a yeah. $50 player this year. You know, like you go like, hey, Terry, like, did you get a $50 one this year, too? Right. And he's like, what are you talking about? I got a $20 gift card for Wendy's, you know, like. Right, right. I'm on, and then you like, <laughs> and then you find out they like start get, they're giving out gifts based on people's weights. Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, like, you know, like you find out like it's like the meanest thing ever. They're like, <laughs> they're like, we gave you Amazon because you look like you want Amazon. Then like you go to Terry and they're like, he's like, I. they just keep giving me Wendy's. I don't know why. And then you're like, oh God, this is this is horrible. Five dollars for Outback. Right. It's like why, half I, a blooming onion. I'm such an so I'm an Outback bitch. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com here with Samantha Ruddy. At Samley Matters. Go follow. Go get involved. Samley Matters has a link to your uh it's to one of your sets. In your the bio. Oh. On Instagram. Oh, on Instagram? Yeah, probably. That sounds like me. It's a great. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on on any of my social media. 
Well, listen, I, I tell people like, you know, people want to like, you know, what, what I love about this podcast is like we're giving people rookie cards. Like, you know, you get to see Samantha Ruddy. You go, oh, now I'm now there's like a whole like I've always thought this about comedy, like the, the beautiful thing about the Internet. And there's so many horrific things about the Internet. But the beautiful thing about it is you could find Samantha Ruddy right now and then they go kind of stalk you a little bit. Oh, and, yeah. In the Please most do. in the most beautiful way where it's like, oh. You've done this. I got this. You, you're getting a tra- uh, literally a door is being opened to just tons of fun content. So get involved. Luxury. Yeah, go watch my late night sets, but not right now because we're taking complaints. Right. <laughs> or they can press pause. We are sponsored, people. Express VPN. I can't stress enough the importance of protecting your online activity from big tech who track, spy, and profit off of you. But there's another reason to love using Express VPN. Thousands of shows on Netflix are only available outside the U.S., so you need to change your country if you want to access them, and ExpressVPN lets you do that. ExpressVPN encrypts your data and reroutes it through a server location of your choice. This is not only protects your data, but also lets you control which of over 90 countries you want Netflix to think you're in. Fire up the app on your device, switch your country, hit connect, uh, and then refresh the page and get a brand new selection of shows. It's simple. Like I've taken vacations to places and you use your Netflix and you go, wait a minute, all the Marvel stuff is here. That's great. That's why ExpressVPN is rated number one by CNET, Wired, and Tech Radar. I use ExpressVPN because I know it's going to keep my data secure wherever I am. It's important for me to use ExpressVPN to give me peace of mind. Visit expressvpn.com slash JTrain right now and get three extra months of their service for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash JTrain to get an extra three months free. ExpressVPN.com slash JTrain to learn more. We are sponsor people. Chime. Money can't buy happiness, but not worrying about your money comes pretty close. That's where Chime can come and help you smile a little bit more. They were just named the number one most loved banking app with payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200. They offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit uh, checks to apply. This is great. See for yourself why Chime is so loved at Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and credit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank, NA members, FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash spot me. Chime was the two. 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S. according to Aptopia. Luxury Lounge. My friend is not taking her arrest warrant seriously. (laughs) (laughs) J Training guest, Feather Feather. My friend has a warrant out for her arrest and thinks she can get away with it. Backstory. She got a speeding ticket that she, quote unquote, forgot to pay and then did not show up for her court date and now has a warrant for failure to appear in court. She thinks it's ridiculous that she would have to abide by this rule because she did not deserve the speeding ticket. Well, what she thinks doesn't matter. She was actually speeding, but it was late at night, and she thinks people shouldn't be get speeding <laughs> tickets after a certain time. Yeah, this is a, a fine That's theory. Hilarious. 
My complaint is having to listen to her think that uh, that is genuinely going to get away with this by just avoiding the problem. She's even planning on skipping her next court date because, in her words, I didn't do anything wrong. So why would I waste time going to court? Well, that as her friend, it is. I mean, it's like that's like basically saying like it's being like it's stupid that there's out of bounds in soccer and then not. And then kicking the ball on the highway. Like, you can't do that. Like, it's just. Okay. I will say, I do have a friend, a comedian. Okay. Who got it, who was in another state performing, got a ticket, didn't go to the court date, because obviously, you know, like they're like, I'm not going to fly back to redacted state. Wherever. Yeah. Uh, And then they just didn't go back to that state for like five years. Warren expired. Nothing ever happened. So, my advice to this, yes. My advice to this woman is if you're going to ignore all this stuff and you can, yeah, uh, you got to leave. Pack up and leave town. <laughs> you got to pack up yeah, and start. You, gotta get out. you either got to go to court or start a new life. <laughs> right. You're you're a character in a Western. Like You have to literally leave town. This, well, let me finish their email. As her friend, it's hard to watch her potentially ruin her life by not paying a fucking speeding ticket. Her license is currently suspended according to the laws of our state, but she doesn't believe it. So driving around uh, our city without a care in the world and even offered to drive our friends places. No chance in hell I'm getting in a car with her anytime in the near future since she is for sure getting, going to the slammer if she gets pulled over by a cop. I uh, mean, that's wow. This is a wow email. It's a beautiful email. Thank you for sending. Love everything about it. Um, there's a lot of issues for the emailer that we're, she's not even going over. The fact that like this person's just going to be like, so did you watch Game of Thrones last night? And they have to go, there's a word for your arrest. Like you can't have any <laughs> you can't, yeah. other conversation. You've you are lost on the your run, friend. ma'am. Right, right. You, you have lost a friend. Like no normal conversation can ever happen with this person no. other than have you gotten arrested lately? or have you paid the ticket it's also the the petty level of like reasoning of like well you should be allowed to speed after a certain hour which is hilarious i i will say it's funny because sometimes emails just remind you of people like you got reminded of the story of, of the comic friend but this is very much my dad's sensibilities my dad is very much this type of person. I, I would say that, like, I come from a long line of, of fa- uh, like, a long family of people being, like, there should be no rules of anything. Like, there should just, like, like rules shouldn't just, they shouldn't exist. And so my dad will drive me to the airport whenever I'm in Boca, and I always take, you know, Boca... You can fly out of Fort Lauderdale or you can fly out of West Palm. I like West Palm. I think that's one of the best airports in the country, in my opinion. And not to make this airport talk, but it is definitely one of the best. You can literally, you can park your car and be 20 steps from your gate. Like, it's kind of crazy. That's nice. It's nice. So, but my when I get my flight out, I usually take the 6 a.m. flight out of uh, West Palm. Okay. Which means you got to leave their house four forty five, four fifty. Five. I could leave their house at five a.m. Be cool. 
But that that hour in Florida, there's no one on the roads. So, but the 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 stop, but the stoplights are still going. My dad floats through every. Turn stop them off. <laughs> no, he just go. He he goes. They should be off right now. That's his. He goes. They should not be on. We are in and and well and I'm sitting there being like, yeah, it is a little ridiculous for us to be at a stop at a stoplight where every corner of the four corners is just zero people and a tumbleweed goes by. Like I agree yeah. with him in theory, but I'm just like, no, it, it's still, it's still the law. Like what, what if there's a camp, you know? So yeah. when I hear, when I hear this, I hear my dad and their friend. So it's like, I definitely think you have to stop talking to your friend. You can't, I, I this is a burden on them mentally. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit um, like surprised at how much the letter writer cares because this can't be the right. first time that this friend has done something like this. Yeah, I don't think this friend was just lining up for the vaccine very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> right, like they don't strike me as, are you a Moderna person? You're like, no, this person was like, it is my legal right. You know, like this, I mean, <laughs> yeah. this person's been a pain in the ass at every turn. Yeah, they didn't do the seen... mask. They didn't do the vaccine. You know, like this person's just out on everything. Be, this person's out on being told what to do. I mean, I said go on the run jokingly, but like you either got to convince this person that they need to go to court because right. it's the law. Or if it bothers you that much, because like clearly it's bothering the letter writer. I don't know if it would mm -hmm. bother me because like I have, I'm friends with so many dumbasses that I would just be like, all right, have right. you're you're a frat boy at Penn State, Jared, right? Right, absolutely. You know, you know, you know these kind of people where it's just you, like, all right. Well, what happens with these types of people is you stop interacting with them. Yeah, and, and so the I guess the the and we kind of referenced that in the beginning. Like the true complaint is you're losing a friend. And yeah. because, you know, like I have friends like that, you know, they can't not talk about politics. And it's like, I you're exhausting. I'm done. I, I, I yeah. guess I'll see you when you kind of find a new subject, you know, like yeah, I, and, yeah. and, and and but you never have that conversation with them. You don't like say to them, see, see you when you find a new subject. Yeah. You, you like just kind of float. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So I think. You know, if I that would be my complaint with this person. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Samantha Ruddy at Samly Matters. No I. Samly Matters. Go follow. Go follow. So funny. Luxury lounge. Kids are dicks. Okay. Dear Jared and wonderful guest. Feather feather. Now shut the door. <laughs> Doors shut. You're in the lounge. I'm currently a nanny for a woman with a 14-year-old boy, and he's a dick, as in... <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, the punctuation on this is perfect, as in really bad. Might end up as some sort of incel or senator, but probably both. <laughs> I can't really tell his parents that because they think he's perfect. Ah, that's the worst. Piece of shit kid mixed with parents who think he's perfect is the worst it's combo. Terrible. Give me a parent who goes, my kid's a piece of shit over glowing review parent 
any, any day. day of the week. Even if the kid's a good kid, I want to hear the parents say that the kid's a piece of shit. Um, I can't really tell his parents because they think he's perfect, but every time I talk to friends about it, they say, you can't say that about kids, or maybe it's a cry for help. <laughs> you can't yeah, say they, that. Or something of the like. Is it just me, or is it delusional to not recognize that some kids are just assholes? I'm not saying that there's nothing going on in his or their lives and upbringing to make them behave this way, but uh, but can't both be true? Sincerely frustrated, Fran Drescher. What do you think? Uh, I think it's an opportunity. Oh, please. You know, I do. I, I think it's an opportunity because 14, you know, it's it's old enough that you can be talked to and reasoned with. Right. But also young enough that you can change. Yeah. You, and and I guess this is like, this is the email that's sent in the beginning of like a, a movie about the change in this kid's life. Yeah. This, this, this Fran Drescher nanny becoming their, you know, their mentor, you know, like this is, this is like, you know, this is the opening scene. Most 14 year old boys are not the nicest, you know, no. neither are 14 year old girls, 14 year olds. They're mean. Tough age. It's a tough, tough age. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Uh, right. There's puberty. There's there's, you know, especially at 14. What are you? You're almost I, I think you're a freshman in high school. You're a freshman in high school or in eighth grade. And those uh, those are both tough years. Right. Exactly. So but, you know, to kind of like complain with this person, I understand what annoying is like someone's like tell me about your day and then they go oh i'm a nanny for this asshole 14 year old and people can't just take that at face value yeah you know they you know the idea that they go well mental health these days is a real issue and they live in an online world and you know they deal with things that we don't know and you go yeah, just say the kid's a fucking asshole. Just agree. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's this because that happens with so many things these days where yeah. you go where someone, you know, bec it, it is a product of Internet commenters, mm -hmm. you know, because the commenters are the extreme. So now we have to address the extreme to ward them off to let them know. Like, I get this a lot with with J train podcasts, you know, sometimes we get emails that aren't that serious, but could stray serious. Yeah. So, so like, you know, you'll get every now and again, and I, I guess this doesn't annoy me, but it is just because you're going to the internet where it's like anyone can come in. Yeah. You have to acknowledge that like, here's, Here's the worst case scenario. Like I get a lot of, we get a lot of emails on this show about like, hey, this guy keeps messaging me, and you go, you go, okay, here's a way to like, here's the message I would send to that guy, and then you have to acknowledge like, also I would alert the police maybe, you know, yeah. like, and and you go, and and again, you go from like, ah, let's talk about this douchebag who won't stop texting, it could be that and. In most, in a lot of cases, it is that. 
And then you go, but also, let me talk about the most <laughs> horrific thing that could ever, that I wouldn't wish on anyone in their, in their life. Yes. And then, I, you know, and, and in my mind, I'm like, ugh, I hate that I have to acknowledge the most horrific thing, but you do yeah, it. Yeah, you have yeah, a yeah. responsibility. Does this make sense? No, it does, because you want to get you want to be funny and like you right. know, give jokey answers. But also it's like, but also here's a one eight hundred number if this is more serious than it sounds. Absolutely. <laughs> and that happens a lot with like dating relationship talk. But also this person who's like, oh, I got to take care of this asshole kid. Like you can't just say that and have it be done because you do have to address like, well, there's, you know, like he's so many things age. that could be happening. Right. Uh, is the kid okay? And then, you know, the first thing is like for a 14 year old to be that angry, you have to go, are they okay? Like you have to wonder. Yeah, they might not be. So I don't know. I would say, I don't, like if we're giving serious advice here, uh, sure. make a list of behaviors, you know, don't be like, Hey, uh, my employers, Kids. your child sucks, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just be like, here are some things that are troubling me. You know, hey, hey, pops, <laughs> your kid fucking sucks, man. He's awful. <laughs> boo. Every, every time he comes in, boo. <laughs> when he walks into a room, flowers die. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're right. The, 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 the vague nature of the description is the problem. Yeah, because that could be so many things. Kids an asshole, like it could be funny asshole. Yeah. Could be destructive asshole. Yeah. I guess the feedback to the emailer is 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 very good. You're right to say, let's get specific. People could have more fun with you if you're like, hey, look what this piece of shit did today is different than a 14-year-old's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, because like he could be making fun of your sneakers or he could be like choking out the family dog. Like you right. don't know. <laughs> right, and it's like, oh, asshole kid, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, right, I... <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Samantha Ruddy go follow immediately at Samly matters on Instagram also a wonderful Twitter follower uh, follow. oh, thank you love will follow you on Twitter so it's same thing Samly matters on Twitter yep easy the one piece. thing I did right <laughs> <laughs> uh, luxury lounge travel influencers and global entry okay we're back on travel pod Jared, an esteemed guest, all the softest feathers, longtime listener, fellow Delta Diamond Medallion member here. Ooh, being graced with some high-end luxury lounge members. Thank you, well, sir. Thank you, sir. Right. <laughs> thank God. I got to start practicing. No, thank you for not working for, for not being Southwest. Okay. Since it's officially how did they afford their European vacation season? <laughs> yes. I've been noticing many travel and personal finance influencers spreading the word on global entry and TSA pre as if they just discovered it. Why are they spreading the word on it as if they want this little bit of luxury left at the airport to get more crowded? I'm almost certain the TSA isn't paying them to advertise it. Now it's almost impossible to find an interview time that isn't six months away to renew my global entry membership, even though I've had my membership since the early days of this program. These people are taking a great, a great thing and ruining it. Sincerely, <laughs> just want to get to the Sky Club quicker. What do you think, Samantha Ruddy? Oh, man, this is like someone who moved to Brooklyn in 2017 and is like, you guys moving in now are ruining it. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're right. I love that. I, I yeah. Uh, people don't know the old Brooklyn. It's yeah. like, <laughs> you yeah. see that Starbucks? That used to be a Chase Bank. <laughs> I'm with this person. Here's here's the thing I'll disagree with them on. I think we are past the point of no return. Like, I think that if you haven't gotten TSA pre to this day. You're not getting it. You ain't getting it. You're a fucking idiot. It's okay. I'm a piece of shit. I'll never get you it. You didn't get it? No, I'm never going to get it. And I fly all the time. I hate myself, Jared. <laughs> Come on. You got to get it. I'm sorry. I don't hate, I don't mean to be this person. <laughs> I, I. It is my duty in life. I... I just don't think I I get this feedback a lot. People are like don't talk about TSA pre because it, I don't want the lines to be bigger. And it's like I've never felt that. I've never had that. I've, I and if it's ever, I mean, I also have um, clear and TSA pre. I, Wait, I mean, what? Why? Because I don't want to break stride. I get through. I've never had an. Here's why. Here's the the one time I was the most thankful to have clear in TSA pre Orlando, Florida, because Orlando's all families. Yeah. And so the families do have TSA pre a lot of time. And that line was huge. And then I went around that line and then on the clear line was just nothing. So it's like, yeah, it is a dealer's is one choice. Of, right. And also here's why I can leave. I get to the airport. Um, 45 minutes before a flight yeah i never have to get earlier than 45 minutes i'll never wait in a security line and if i do and it's an extreme and that's the price i'm willing to pay but because i have all the stuff i'll get through what i will agree with this person on is what they're saying is like i here's a line in their their complaint that i really see eye to eye with um, I've been noticing many travelers and personal finance influencers spreading the word on global entry and TSA pre as if they just discovered it. This is very TikTok. TikTok is repurposing things that have been done on the internet into TikTok form and acting like it just started. Yeah. Like they just figured it out. Like, And it gets frustrating because we are the first generation that actively like joked around and wrote think pieces on the internet and now this like new venue comes up and then you just see these hacks that aren't doing anything original and they're like here's what i found out at the airport today you can get tsa pre and you go yeah we did this already do you know what i mean yeah we tweeted about it in like 2015 right especially twitter like all these things i've seen on twitter and I'm even repeating my own tweets. I went, you know what I do? I go to my own tweets. I, I search my name and I go read the ones that did well on TikTok. Is that embarrassing to admit? But like, I, I'm like, I just got to get in the, you know, like, I don't, I. No, I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not, that's a that's good like idea. not embarrassing. It's brilliant. I'm going to do it. I'm always if trying to figure out what to put on TikTok. If you have tweets, so I'm telling you right now, I, I, and they always do well. If you have tweets that have like gone viral in any sense, even in big for you, you know, like not, you know, like you have those tweets that are like I have tweets that are like good for my account. And then there's ones that have gone like super viral. Yeah, yeah. You just read them on TikTok and they do just as well or even better. So it is. Um, and like if you're listening right now being like this is pathetic. Well, yeah, you don't live in this world where. Fucking followers are the reason you can get an agent, you know? Like, yeah, it's everything. It's awful. 
Right. So I do understand this idea of like, stop telling people TSA pre like it just started today. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've been here. All right. Our shoes are on. Show some respect. (laughs) J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here was Samantha Ruddy at Samly Matters. Okay. Auto flush woes. Jared, thank you for both making a podcast that makes me nod and laugh every week. As Heather McMahon said, you're doing God's work. Well, thank you. I was recently on a trip which requires me to use public bathrooms through my travels in airports, hotels, etc. My complaint is with all the auto flush toilets that are plaguing bathrooms these days. I understand auto flush toilets are great for hygiene and cutting down on germ transmission after a COVID world. But it seems like every time I use one of these, it either never flushes when it needs to or it flushes mid pee. Either I end up waving my hands in front of the sensors like a ding dong after I've finished uh, my business or looking for the manual flush button, which defeats the hygiene purpose of the auto flush. Or two, having the commode flush dirty pee water up at me while I'm still going to the bathroom. Neither of these options is what this smart auto flush toilet is supposed to be doing. Perhaps this is more of a problem for women versus men. No, I'm in this world too. I take shits. Uh, Considering we're sitting down to go more often. But I'm so annoyed. I mean, it's worse when you're shitting because it's poop water. Yeah. Uh, with these, uh, but I'm so annoyed with these things that I'd prefer to pull a manual metal toilet handle that always seems to have con- condensation on it, like the good old days. <laughs> it is sincerely always wet. automatic. Yeah, it's always wet. Sincerely automatic doesn't always mean better. What do you think, Samantha Ruddy? I couldn't agree more with this uh, totally. writer. Oh my god, I hate I hate auto flush. Hate it. And also, like, this is supposed to be the future. Like, you got one job. Like, this is the job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's all not you like do, buddy. This wasn't an unforeseen thing they didn't think of. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you go, you, you, have, you made a toilet to flush when we get off the toilet. That is the whole, the name of the game. And you have failed. Yeah, it's like... It's like when a like when a self-driving Tesla like mm. can't figure out to like let something it's like that's all you do. This is the job. This is the job and and you're right. It, it is you were built for this and like back to the drawing board buddies, you know like it's like you didn't do it. You know like it it's almost like they're like we did it and you're like no you fucking didn't. I think there should be a stomp button. Ooh. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't like lifting up my leg to mm. to hit the metal bar. Uh, I find it beneath me. But right. I think it would be nice if there was just like a little red button on the floor. You just stomp it. You know, why did that never happen? You know, like what about I guess I guess. Why isn't it on the floor? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Or how about this on the way out? They have a number over a switch. And you can stomp on the switch on your way. You know, like put the button yeah. across the room or something. Make it fun. Make it make it play different notes, like the giant right. piano at FAO Shorts. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> just and say yeah, you just and it, make it fart noises, like different tones of farts. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I, I. You know when I have this issue, I. I don't. I, I and I agree with the emailer. It might. It it's probably happens for women more than men, just because you're sitting more Always. often. Um, but I would also say this happens to me with lighting timers. Mm. 
Yeah, so the, I hate I hate lighting timers as well. I hate timers. I hate timers. The bathroom light timers are there to like help the person, you know, the 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 office not have to pay electric bills. But there are times where I am on the toilet trying to use the bathroom, literally waving my hands mm -hmm. every mm -hmm. ten seconds, and you go. Who thought 10 seconds was what someone would be doing? Like, yeah. who thought this was enough? Like, was this invented before phones? Like, I right. don't understand. <laughs> like, and then I'm just like imagining someone looking at me in the bathroom, just like <laughs> doing the, you know, the, what's the thing outside of the 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 uh, the car sales? Oh, the Those wa wacky, wavy, inflatable arm guy? Yeah, I'm the wet. That's me on the toilet. Every time I'm in the toilet, I'm wacky, wavy, inflatable arm guy <laughs> trying to trick off lights because I'm shitting for so long. It's, it's very frustrating. You know, we're creating problems instead of solving them. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Samantha Ruddy at Stanley Matters. Go follow Jarrett. Long-time listener of the podcast. Not sure if this is the place to air this grievance, but it felt the most appropriate. Why do people consist, uh, insist on captioning, let's get this girl or let's get them married the night before weddings? I hate this caption. Or during wedding ceremonies. These individuals act like they are physically walking them down the aisle and holding hostage, uh, holding and holding them hostage against their will to be married. Besides taking a $250 plate, you are most likely not the only person that is instrumental in this marriage. Why is this a thing? And I hate it. Thanks for all you do allowing me to air this injustice out loud. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. So the it'll be like a picture of the of the bride or whatever. And it's always the friend that thinks they're the star of the movie. That's what they're doing. Okay. They're making themselves the star by being like, let's get this girl married. And it's as yeah, if she's like the like, wedding campaign manager. Right. And it's like, yeah. no, like they are reading a script that would be read at the end of like Troop Beverly Hills. Like they're the ones being like, come on, girls. We're going to just it's like, watch that. Really? It has it's been a so long good. time for me. It's so good. It, yeah, I just, sorry. I just, uh, I watched it as a child and loved it. And then I rewatched it a couple weeks ago and it just, what made up. you rewatch it? Um, I told my friend I hadn't seen it in about 20 years. Mm. Does it, does it hold up? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a time capsule, mm -hmm. you know, it's very, don't get me wrong. It's very nineties, right? It's early. It's like very early 90s, late it's 80s, almost crossing 90s. into 80s. Yeah. 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 It's that like very specific, like early Saved by the Bell kind of era. Love it. And I mean, that movie was like, I've probably seen that movie 10 times because my neighbors were all like, I remember growing up, I grew up in this like little neighborhood and like my neighbors were all girls and yeah. they loved that movie. Yeah. And I loved it I when I was a kid. Right. And it, and to me, it's the same. Wasn't it the kind of it truly was the same. Pre it was like a female version of like the Mighty Ducks, like rags yeah. to riches, like, you know, a, a, a ragtag group of misfits. <laughs> Heavyweights right? minus the weight. Right. And 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 with fashion. And yeah. I remember watching this being like, I just and I remember like being like, well, as a guy, I like any rags to riches underdog tale. Yeah. 
so it's I, also funny looking back at it because it's like, well, why are they discriminated against? It's like, uh, cause they're rich and they dress nice. <laughs> <laughs> it is, that was the premise. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Right. They're too, they're, and they, they were, <laughs> I, right. The whole thing was that they were, they're not in on like, they're so far, they're so rich because, and making them removed from regular people, yeah. which is why the regular people hated them. Yeah. They would be the bad guy in any today. other movie. Oh God. Yeah. If they rebooted that today, it would, Twitter would just explode. I kind of wish that would happen. Don't you wish <laughs> they would just remake a movie, but not change it to today's standards. So like they do <laughs> it's make actually it more regressive. <laughs> right, right, right. Just to see what people say about it. Like, like, wait, like just to, like, you know, like just that scene of like someone watching it in their head exploding, like not getting that they did this to fuck with them specifically. It's like we rebooted this Western for modern, uh, modern ages, but now it's more offensive. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want that. Oh, Troop Beverly Hills, what a throwback. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here was Samantha Ruddy at Samley Matters. Go, 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 go follow. Let's do one more. All okay? right, let's do it. Now you have two choices. I'll give a uh, guest choice. Ready? All right, let's do it. I hate the robot va- vacuum or things people say to pregnant women. I am a noted Roomba defender. defender? Okay. I, I just said noted Roomba defender. <laughs> but I mean it. Defember sounds like it's like a, a reboot of like women's month. <laughs> it's been a long December, and there's reason to believe. <laughs> okay. uh, that, that we're not getting abortion rights back. You know, like. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the last thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's do Roombas. Okay, Roombas. Uh, luxury lounge. I hate the robot vacuum. Okay, so listen, we're in the lounge. You're, you're a Roomba defender. I'm, I'm going to try to listen and be impartial. Okay. Let's be open. Jared, awesome guest. I'm a huge fan from Canada. Would love for you to do come to a show here one day. I would love that too. I Canada's going to happen. Don't worry. Here's my complaint. My boyfriend bought a robot vacuum and I hate it. <laughs> I love that the boyfriend bought it. So it's like, it's like the other woman kind of, which yeah. I enjoy. <laughs> I'm sort of against AI in general. <laughs> it is now more hilarious it's for the boyfriend good. to be like, yeah, she hates AI. And he's like, got my new Roomba. Oh, want to meet my new. <laughs> she goes to crawl into bed with him at night. The Roomba's in her spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of against AI in general as it will eventually take over society and the world, etc. However, <laughs> However, my boyfriend really wanted the stupid robot vacuum. So after some negotiating of terms, we agreed that I would pay $0 for this thing. It was $500. It wouldn't It wouldn't run when I'm working from home, and my boyfriend is fully responsible for it. It's not a dog to take out to pee. <laughs> He's going to feed it. He's right. Gonna- if you want the Roomba vacuum you gotta take on the responsibility of a Roomba you can't you know not any you gotta train remember 
Remember when we got you a dustbuster and I did everything? <laughs> I simply allowed for it to exist in our lives, they write. Fast forward to the other day. I wasn't home yet, but my boyfriend was. He said that he, when he got home, the robot vacuum wasn't on its docking station like it was supposed to be. <laughs> then when he looked, then he, when he looked for it, it was nowhere to be found. <laughs> Roomba, Roomba, Roomba. This I is a horror movie. This is crazy. She writes. Then he found it. That stupid thing had gone under the bed and sucked up a pair of my panties pervert oh my god essentially choking itself out the <laughs> amount that she talks about the Roomba being a living breathing satiant being is fucking crazy it's so funny <laughs> the red error light was flashing and the battery had almost died it was a whole thing just to clarify these were small sized lace panties and not some XL full bottom granny panties okay alright lady <laughs> okay the, yeah, the Roomba was judgy body image shit here on right. the Roomba <laughs> no complaint my, my complaint is this I now have to be diligently looking under the bed every day just in case some panties have fallen under it Oh, she's got to clean up for the Roomba just so the robot vacuum doesn't suck them up again. No responsibility was to fall on me because of I didn't want this stupid vacuum in the first place. And here I am checking under the bed every day for any AWOL panties. I love my boyfriend, but I hate the robot vacuum. I love that she calls it the robot vacuum. She keeps it like very proper. So formal. She's like, we're not friends. No, it is. It is robot vacuum to me. She writes, sincerely, Panty Patrol. What do you think? Um, well, I think the size of the panties does not matter, first right. of all. I think I regardless too. of the size, you know, this robot vacuum, it's designed to suck things up, and that's what it will yes. do. <laughs> and number right. two, I think you have to get a gun. And I think you have to take this Roomba out back and shoot it. And then I, you got to tell your boyfriend that the Roomba moved to a farm in New Hampshire. Right. I, I just imagine the boyfriend coming home. Roomba? Roomba? Where are you? And then he's going, and then he like him going through the house. And then he goes outside and he goes, no, no. no! He sees the gun. Roomba! Just looks at the sky. Crying his eyes out. Yeah, I. This is annoying because I wouldn't want to pick up for the Roomba. It's not even that she. She hates the Roomba. I get it, yeah, but it whatever. is annoying to have to pick up anything for the thing that's going to pick up other things. Like agreed. That is annoying, and it's annoying. The idea, but here's the other annoying part. Yeah, the Roomba sucked up the panties. It's out of batteries. Go put yeah. it on the dock. It'll come out tomorrow. Like, why are the like? Why was the night ruined? Because <laughs> the Roomba didn't, you know, had a moment. You know, I don't know. Isn't a little? I, I, I just think like she doesn't have to look for her panty. Like this can be, but I guess it's is on it, her mind, which sucks. Is it like? Does this happen every time? You know what I mean? If it happened one time, like, doesn't mean you have yeah. to have a whole new system, right? I mean, what is she doing in bed? Does she get into bed and just like fling the panties like it's a rubber band? Like, yeah. Why are they get a hamper, lady? Right. I think a new hamper go old school. That's right. Now you bring in the analog technology <laughs> to match up with the digital to fight the AI. That's right. 
Podcast at gmail.com. Samantha Ruddy, thank you for coming on. This is so great. Oh, thanks for having me. I had a blast. This is so much fun. Everyone go follow Samantha at Samly Matters. Thank go, you. go, go. Hilarious. So funny. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. We'll be back next week. Boom.